This is Steve Taylor for the Rio Grande Guardian. We're in Mission, Texas today, and we're at the Seed Building, the Center for Education and Economic Development, which is home to the Mission Economic Development Corporation. And I'm here with the CEO, Mr. Teclo Garcia. It's always great to catch up with Teclo because there's so many things going on with the EDC. And today, Teclo's going to talk about an upcoming trip he has to Mexico uh, to bring more business back to Mission and the Rio Grande Valley. So, Teclo, great to see you again. Yes, of course, Steve. Always a pleasure to talk to you. So, tell us more about the uh, upcoming trip to Mexico. Uh, well, um, this is a, a trade mission uh, for the Mission EDC. Um, we're also uh, going to be accompanied by the McAllen EDC. Um, because we are partners in the Anzalduas Bridge, and our primary message um, when we're in San Luis is to uh, make them aware of the Anzalduas Bridge going full cargo in 18 months from now. And so we'll be messaging that. Um, we're doing other, some other strategic meetings uh, uh, with leadership in San Luis. But, but yes, uh, later this month, and the, the sort of uh, um, reason for the trip really is the um, – is the nearshoring auto summit that's taking place uh, uh, put on by Mexico now, a, a very established uh, uh, event and uh, organization and magazine. And so we we wanted to be there for that. As you know, Steve, auto content is is extremely important in, in the international trade, and and we feel as though the Anzalduas Bridge is positioned to take advantage of that from San Luis, Querétaro, and other points in the Bajio region to come this way um, uh, instead of Laredo. Uh, Laredo, I've got some great friends over there. They do a great job, but they're at their maximum. I mean, that, they're, they're, they're one of the uh, world's largest trading ports. I mean, they're number one in, the, in North America, uh, and, uh, and, but they are at capacity. So we're willing to, uh, you know, help them out with traffic a little bit by bringing that over here, and obviously that would be good for us. Do we know what percentage of the um, trade coming from San Luis Potosí, the trucks, what percentage goes to Laredo, what percentage comes to the valley? I'm guessing it depends where in North America it's headed. But yeah. we seem to have a lot of business coming through from San Luis. Uh, no, that that's right. I don't know what San Luis is... Uh, numbers are for this area but they do use laredo a lot right and it's because it's e easy to get from san luis to monterrey and monterrey to laredo and then you get on 35 and you go north right we're offering Anzaduas as an alternative for traffic because the highways have been have been improved between reynosa and san luis now right the 101 that goes a little bit uh, goes around suad victoria in this way or you can go up to monterrey and then come back this way uh, if your if your cargo is going toward Houston, um, it is uh, it's easier to go through here instead of Laredo. Yeah. Um, if it's going to Dallas, you can still get there from here, and your wait times will be shorter than Laredo, and it's less congested. Uh, and Laredo knows this, and look, we're friends with Laredo, and, and we're all one region, but we're just trying to uh, help the private sector move their goods uh, in a more efficient way. And to educate them, because many of them may not know of Anzaldúas being fully car right. full cargo now. That's exactly right. Uh, a lot of folks don't know, and, and so that is why that's our primary message, to make people aware, create this awareness of Anzaldúas, uh, where it is, what type of space there is around both sides of the border, and how fast you can get from here to your destination, whether it be 
um, Houston, DFW, or, or other points. In fact, we're dealing with a company right now who's going to who's going to locate to Mission, and their primary interest was the Anzal Duas, but they said also to serve their West Coast market, which I had not really heard before. But uh, they're really sort of Midwest and East Coast kind of business, but they feel as they can get from here to the West Coast uh, because their manufacturing is on this side of Mexico. Uh, they can use this to get get up to El Paso and points west. So we're so we're we're dealing with all sorts of um, demand uh, for uh, for land and and uh, and crossings. Can you say what industry they're in? Yeah, in the auto content, they uh, they uh, produce parts, um, uh, elect electronics, um, not stereo electronics, but electrical parts for the engine of a of a vehicle, and they do a lot. They do. Uh, dozens of millions of dollars every year uh, in revenue, right? So the conference itself, one day, two days, three days? It is a two-day conference um, in San Luis Potosí at their convention center. Uh, we're going to go uh, the day before uh, because we have uh, sc uh, scheduled some meetings with uh, San Luis leadership uh, and, and their auto and logistics clusters there to make them aware and make that pitch to them uh, about Anzal Duas and the Valley. Remember, it's not just us. It, Mission doesn't do it alone. Uh, McCallum will be with us, but we're we're really going to be talking about the whole region. And in addition to the conference, you're going to some other states as well, I understand? Uh, not on this trip, but we are in the future. Uh, so this trip will just be San Luis, um, and uh, and then we'll... We'll, uh, we'll regroup and figure out where we need to go next. And some of that will depend on what we hear and what context we make at this conference because they have um, well over 300, I think that's what the number we were quoted by the organizers, of companies that are going to participate in this, in this uh, event. And they have a, a few thousand registrants, maybe like 3,000 folks. So you can imagine uh, if we um, do what we're supposed to do is we'll make connections while we're there and then that might dictate where we go next so one of the most important events you're going to be covering you're going to uh, this year yes of course you know some of the events that we think are important for us is is going to uh, uh, conferences like viva fresh which is put on by texas international produce association which is based here in mission and produce is a big part of what we do in this area and and so auto content is another one and we, we really do have to be strategic about where we go and figure and think about the return on investment on those trips. You know, these things are cheap. And so you want to get something out of your, your trips. And Brownsville, Port of Brownsville does a great job of uh, being in certain um, conferences that the port can benefit from. And, and FAR does the same thing for some of what they benefit from. Um, and so we're going to do the same thing. And we want to take, uh, take advantage of the bridge, leverage the, the asset that we have to turn that into more investment and more jobs. Uh, I know Mayor Garza is very uh, bullish on the bridge and very bullish on, on international trade, so we're going to continue doing that. And so is our board. Our board understands that. They get it. And so we're continuing in that direction. You must be counting down the days, putting it on your calendar, you know, <laughs> to the official opening, fully loaded cargo both ways. It's going to be such a game changer, as everybody says. Yeah, I know. Uh, City of McAllen and, and, and Juan, the bridge director, they're doing a great job of getting this ready and keeping it on schedule. So all credit goes to them. But we're a partner in it, and so we're trying to do our part as they work to uh, make the facility uh, a reality. Um, we, um, 
we'll do our part in trying to market the, the facility here and in Mexico. Well, as we're talking about international trade today, I've got to say that that uh, webinar that you were on the other day, hosted by AEM, mm -hmm. was so informative. And one of the remarks you made uh, was that although the Tesla plant is going to be in Monterey, and one might think it's just going to be a straight shot from Monterey to San Antonio and up to Austin through Laredo, you were saying that the Rio Grande Valley can benefit also from Tesla having a massive super plant in Monterey. No, for sure. Steve, uh, one of the reasons that nearshoring is happening is because uh, a lot of manufacturers, I mean, we're talking about the the countries and the world's biggest manufacturers who are in China producing great product, uh, didn't have a... Um, didn't have an alternative once COVID hit, and they're like, "Oh man, how do we how do we produce our part? Uh, how do we produce our product? And how do we get it to the world's biggest market, the U.S., in efficient time if China is shut down?" And so, as you know, uh, manufacturers are not shutting down their their China facilities. Some are, but most are not. They're just creating facilities in Mexico, and Mexico's done a great job to recruit this and play near shoring up. So they can have dual uh, locations in case something happens here or there. They can continue uh, uninterrupted, right? So same thing with the bridges. Uh, if, if Tesla and John Deere and Leg Lego and all these folks have uh, put all their eggs in the Laredo basket and there's a closure, uh, a strike, or whatever might happen in Laredo, what is their recourse? What is their option, right? And it's important for them to understand that there's bridges in Rio Grande and Alzanduas and FAR and Eagle Pass so their product can continue to go to market and their consumers and their clients without interruption. And that's happened. Remember when there was a flood and several bridges had to close or there's a strike in FAR or whatever? Then people start scrambling. I think people have learned from that and they have alternative uh, places to cross their product and and in addition to Anzaldúa serving in that capacity, we think there's enough business out there for us to for us to gain. I, I think the I was talking to Juan, the bridge director, Juan Olaguibel, who does a great job. And the traffic study that was done for Anzaldúa um, said that we, in the first year the cargo opened there, there you know we were going to move like a, I think it was a, uh, a thousand trucks a month or something like that. And and there's just no way that that's going to happen. It's going to be double or triple that at least. Uh, but I but it was acceptable. Uh, but as you can see now, I think that the nearshoring is a new phenomenon and it's going to drive traffic. Another topic that came up um, at on the webinar, a very uh, in-depth discussion that you all of the participants had was uh, the availability of land and and buildings here in the in the valley in the upper in the upper valley um your take on things does mission have enough land if you do some great deals make great connections at the san luis uh conference mm -hmm. can you cater for them in this part of the valley yeah um mission has plenty of land right far has land edinburgh has land uh, what we don't have is buildings, and we need to work with the private sector, with developers, um, with these uh, construction companies in order to get more product in, you know, off the ground and go vertical. Uh, a lot of folks are looking for leases right now. Um, that was the case in Laredo. Being in Laredo for three plus years, it really opened my eyes to the, uh, 
the uh, development of uh, large industrial uh, uh, facilities and buildings. And Laredo's getting a lot of outside investment from California, from Atlanta, uh, and folks are building uh, a million square feet, 500,000 square foot buildings. Um, we know we can handle the 50 to 100,000, even 200,000 uh, square foot buildings. But interest rates are high. There's a few other challenging issues uh, to get those off the ground. But I know mission is, and I, I would presume that the other uh, EDCs and cities are willing to work with uh, folks who can develop buildings to make it more attractive for them and to pro by providing incentives and other uh, maybe uh, uh, you know programs that could help get these buildings off the ground. So you know when that happens, um, they. If we're if we're one percent vacancy, Steve, uh, that tells me that there's a need for more space. Um, but the climate is challenging. We just want to let those developers know. And FAR has put on a couple of seminars, I think, about this. Uh, and I, I some other city, I, I think Westlake. Steve had a had a had a the Greater uh, McAllen Realtors there. I mean, this is a way to get the word out that there's space available. We really need your help to get buildings up because once buildings go up, that means new jobs, right? New investment. Um, and that's what we're really trying to, uh, you know, uh, try to get going here. Well, Tekla, those are all the questions I had on the subject of international trade and your visit to Mexico coming up. Is there anything else you'd like to add? Uh, no, no, just, uh, I think Steve, that, uh, you helping, um, where you doing these type of stories, uh, you know, audio and written or et cetera, I think that helps keep the spotlight on the, the needs and the challenges that we're having here in the Valley. A very important topic. And the opportunities. Yes, of course. Yes, opportunities. Thank you, Steve. Thank you so much for today's interview. Yes, of course. Thank you, Steve.